exactly does Bayern Munich do this thing? How exactly does Bayern, despite not being too too consistent in games, still win the Bundesliga effortlessly? Like, it still beats, it beats my imagination because this is the 10th time they are winning it. 10th successive season, that is, they've been winning this thing for 10 good times. This is the 10th time they are winning this thing. A decade of dominance in the Bundesliga. No rival. Dortmund is, has not come close. RB Leipzig has not come close. Hoffenheim has not come close. Um, but, um what's this other club? Um, um, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. You know, a whole lot of German teams. They don't come close to Bayern Munich. Despite Bayern not being too 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 consistent. They ensure that they take this thing. It's more like their bet right. <laughs> I really must say, German football must be made in Bayern Munich. Like it is so, so, so. Like I don't. <laughs> it is so, so amazing. It is so amazing, guys. It is so amazing. Wow. Like ten times. Wow. <laughs> now wow. Good morning, guys, and welcome to yet another episode of Sports Hub with Eberi. My name is Eberi Oji, your host on the show being aired on the Anchor app. Here on the show, we bring to you live updates on sporting events, games, and activities all over the world. With our center of reference, our COR being football and all things pertaining football. You're welcome once again. I really want to say happy okay, okay, yeah, this is the last day, yes. This is the happy end of the month, yes, let me use that word. Happy end of the month. This is the 30th day in the month of April and really want to say thanks to the person up there at the third heavens. Thankful to God Almighty and to anything at all you worship out there. <laughs> that we have gotten to the last day in the month, in the fourth month of the year. It's been, it's been an amazing year. It's, it's been a year that has come with it's highs and it's low but in in all things we are we are alive and we are thankful 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 this is the last day in april and by tomorrow we enter in the first day in the month of may may actually is my birth month it's my big month and i'm expecting i'm excited i'm really excited that well we'll be clocking plus one very very soon happy new month in advance to my friends out there i would start off by saying i'm really sorry for last week i didn't do any podcast a whole lot happened and um it's not an excuse but i'll try as much as possible to be more consistent i'm deeply sorry i'm deeply 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 sorry i deeply apologize for that lapse lapses of um last week on my part i promise to be more consistent i promise to ensure that it's it's a weekly it's something we do every saturday so every, something we do every saturday um morning all right let's get on with the business of the day the first leg of the ucl semi-finals was played on wednesday on tuesday and on wednesday last week on the 26th and on the 27th of april 2022 we had the likes of man city versus real madrid at the etihad stadium and the liverpool versus Villarreal at anfield the two English, um, the two English sides uh, hosted the two Spanish sides over the course of um, two days, that on 26th and on the 27th. And honestly, those games, okay, apart from Liverpool, Villarreal, that game was a one-sided game. Villarreal, they, they just came to defend. They didn't come to play. They were scared to touch the ball. They were not playing. There was nothing exciting about this Villarreal side, honestly. They played well, well, against Bayern in the second leg in the quarterfinals. But against Liverpool, it's as though they, they had this fear factor in them. They, they came scared. They came to get a point. Like, 
they didn't come to play football. They were, it was a frustrating first half against um, Liverpool. Yes, in the first half of that game. It was in the second half that the game, to an extent, you know, opened up and um, Liverpool were able to get maximum goals. They scored two goals. The first goal was a goal, an own goal by the, a defender of... Um, of Revelare and the second goal it came in three minutes immediately it was just 52-54 52-55 within that range but the goals came in quick, in quick succession Sadio Mane scored a goal assisted by um Salah Mohamed Salah assisted that goal by Sadio Mane so the game ended two goals to nil in favor of um, of Liverpool the home side and They'll be going. They'll be playing against. They'll be playing against Villarreal at um in in Spain. They'll be playing against Villarreal in Spain on the third. That's next week Tuesday on the third of May. I I I don't see Villarreal getting the point. I don't see them getting anything out of that game. If probably has scored at least a goal, well, I would say because um home advantage. There's nothing like home advantage now. It's the more goals you score, it's goal aggregates. Nothing like home advantage now. So if Villarreal um on Emery side had scored, they had scored a goal in that game against Liverpool on 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 on. On Wednesday, then we would say, okay, yeah, they'll be, they'll have a chance to at least um, uh, turn the thing around, or turn the, the goal deficit around. But uh, it didn't happen. Though Villarreal manager uh, Una Emery has been saying that it's going to be a different show at their stadium come Wednesday. I don't see come Tuesday rather. I don't see anything different from what happened at Anfield. In fact, with the way Liverpool is going now, they are set. They are. Out to win the quadruple, they have won. They won the Carabao Cup sometime in the match, early match against Chelsea. They are on course to win the EPL to with just a point separating them and Man City. Man City are on 80 points from 33 games played, while Liverpool are on 79 points from the same number of games played. So every game, there are many five games in the EPL now, it's going to be crucial for both sides. Every game is a final. Liverpool will be playing against Newcastle at St. James Stadium today by 12.30pm. That game will be crucial. Man City fans as well, I feel they will all become... Newcastle fans today. So anyone that drops a point automatically gives the other person the right opportunity of winning the EPL title. So Liverpool, they are still on course. They are still in the title race. And anything that happens now is very crucial. So we have five finals to play in the EPL. They would also want to win um, win this game against Villarreal to get it, get it on with uh, to, in order to qualify for the, um, the UCL finals. His third final in, in the space of six years, in the space of six years, that is um, the club. Club has played, he has played two UCL finals. The first one he played was in his second season and he lost, he lost that game to Real Madrid. He lost that game to Real Madrid. Now, he came again after two seasons after then and he won the UCL. The UCL, he played that game, it was an all-English final against Tottenham and they won that, won that, won that um, UCL, UCL, yes, they won that UCL trophy against them um, Tottenham by three goals um three goals to one yes by three goals to one so it he'll be all eyes will be on that final again they want to win this get on with it score the necessary goals against Villarreal in order to qualify for his third for his third UCL final in six years in six years now for the game that was played um, the game that was played between Real Madrid versus I mean at, um Man City versus Real Madrid last week on the 20 on the 27 that's on Tuesday Man, that game was something else. 
You know when when um when when City lost uh, the Carabao Cup semi-finals against um, Liverpool, people were like, mm, "Now wow, is this what he wants to come and go and play against um, Real Madrid? This one happened, this one happened." But the man has his eyes on that trophy. This is a trophy that has eluded him since uh, the last time he won that trophy was when he was a manager for for for, for Barcelona. He went to. Bayern, and he got close in semi-finals. I guess he also got to the finals, but he has lost it so far. He came to the fight. He came to e England. He got close in the semi-finals. He got. He lost it again. He lost the semi. Uh, the final. Final. Uh, yes, the final spot against Tottenham. Tottenham qualified for the for the finals, and um, they lost. Ultimately, lost against them um, Liverpool. They got close. They got to the finals last season, and they lost again against Chelsea. Man City and Pep will be all out. In fact, they they played they played they played football like never before. The game against Real Madrid in uh, uh, first half in few minutes into the first half in the first twenty minutes they had already scored two goals. They had scored two goals in the first twenty minutes of that game, and it was it was they scored three three zero three zero before. Um, what's his name again? Before um, Karen Benzema scored in two goals and Man City scored a fourth one. The game the game ended four three, so it's gonna be a tug of war at the Bernabeu on the fourth of May. Fourth of May actually happens to be my birthday, so we have two very very special, two very important, um, two very very important um, events that will be going on. That'll be going on on that on the fourth of. They'll be going on on the fourth of um of May. Yes, they'll be going on the fourth of May. So, it's not gonna be um, it's not gonna be a boring game. That's it. It's not gonna be a boring game. Benzema will be out to 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 do what he knows how to how to do best. Benzema will be out to do what he knows how to do best. The guy has been tremendous. He has so far, he has um how many goals has he even scored this season, Seth? He has over 39 goals this season. Yes, I'm correct. He has the 34-year-old guy um, striker has over 39 goals this season. He has 14 goals from the Champions League and 25 goals in the La Liga. And so far, he is currently the top, the fourth player with the most um, career UCL hat tricks after Messi. Messi has eight hat tricks in the UCL. Ronaldo Ororo has eight hat tricks in the UCL. Lewandowski has five hat tricks in the UCL, and now he has joined the elites of the most hat tricks. He has four um, hat tricks in the UCL. That's Karen Benzema. He's out there, and he's mystical. I call him a mystical Benzema. He is is something I don't I don't really know how to explain. This is someone that's got back to back back to back hat tricks in the knockout stages of this UCL, this season's UCL game. He scored a hat-trick against, against PSG that knocked PSG out in the round of 16. He scored a hat-trick against the Chelsea in the first leg of the quarterfinals. And his goal in the second leg of that same quarterfinal at the Bernabeu was instrumental to knocking out Chelsea Football Club from the UCL competition. Yes, Chelsea, they are the defending champions, but they, 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 the defense ended after they got knocked out at the Bernabeu. All thanks to Karim, Karim Benzema. So he'll be all out. No, all eyes will be on Benzema in the second leg. All eyes will be on Benzema in the second leg against Man City in this semi-final. UCL semi-final, second leg against 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 Man City, the Pep Guardiola Man City. And I don't think Man City. This is something they need to win this game. It will be quite interesting to watch and, and see a Man City versus Liverpool in the finals. It will be so 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 interesting. It will be so interesting seeing Klopp versus. 
um, what's his name again, versus Pep. These two coaches, they we are coaches in the Bundesliga. When Pep was uh, was a manager for uh, for Bayern Munich, White Klopp was a manager for Dortmund. They faced themselves. This is not the first time. Even in the EPL, this is not the first time. And Klopp has always had an upper hand against against Pep Guardiola. So it is going to be quite an interesting, an interesting, uh, an interesting game. It's going to be a, quite an interesting finals if the two of them, if the two clubs, Bayern, I mean. Was Liverpool versus um, uh, Liverpool qualify for finals and Man City qualify for finals? So next week is going to be very key on the third and on the fourth. Those days are the days that are going to, that the, 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 the second leg of this semi final UCL semi finals will be played. It's going to be key, it's going to be quite an interesting one. It's going to be quite an interesting one. I want to talk a little more about Karen Benzema. Like I said, this man, this young man, the 34 year old French, French and striker, is a mystic, is mystical. He is, in fact, the 18 yard box. The 18-yard box seems to be his abode. Like he knows the box much more than others. This is someone that when he strikes a ball, he doesn't look at the net. He doesn't look at the post because he knows definitely. It's something as if he has measured the heights and the lows of the post in the 18-yard box. Anytime he strikes a ball, he doesn't even look at where the ball is going because he knows most definitely that it's going to enter into the back of the net. The ball is going to find itself into at the back of the net. He knows the boss much more than others. So let's see how, how much, how the, the, the 4th of May, how the 4th of May will be. How will Pep come up with a solution to keep Benzema at bay? How will Pep come up with a solution to score more goals needed to scale through to his second successful, successive UCL finals? How does he plan on stopping the likes of not just Benzema, but also Vinicius? We saw what Vinicius did to his, um, his national teammates, Fernandinho. <laughs> In fact, he sent Fernandinho back to, 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 to old people's home. <laughs> He sent he sent he sent Fernandinho back to old people's home. You need to see the way he how he in fact it's more if if, they, if there's something we call nutmegging times two that was exactly what Vinicius did to Fernandinho and it was it was that 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 it he scored from that that gimmicks like he scored from that after he took that ball he he dribbled he passed <laughs> passed Fernandinho he went on to score a goal. In that semi-final, in that semi-final first leg, <laughs> honestly, it's going to be, it is going to be, it's going to be quite an interesting second leg. It's going to be quite an interesting second leg. Now, um, more news from Real Madrid. We all know that um, Rudiger, Rudiger is a defense, a defender, a centre back for Chelsea Football Club. His contract will be ending at the end of this season, and um. There's been speculations regarding contract extensions and all that. He wanted the £200,000 per week from 100 he has been paid since he joined it from AS, um, AS Roma. He wanted the £200,000 per week and Chelsea, well, in the course of debates and all that, offered him 230 k per week before the sanctions came. You know, the sanctions, uh, it's, it, came, it came rather at a very, very, it was a very bad timing, honestly. Because I feel the club and um, Rudiger's own party, they were arriving at something before the sanctions came up and it halted all anything that had to do with um, transactions, contract extensions, businesses and all that for the club and players too. So 
just recently we got the news that uh, from Fabrizio Romano and other um, news um, news authentic news outlets that he has agreed a deal of 300k per week with Real Madrid. He'll be joining Real Madrid as a free agent by the, by next season. At the end of this season, he would be joining Real Madrid. There's a great, there's uh, there's a, an agreement in place, uh, and people start uh, people started asking, is it who, whose fault is it that Chelsea we are not able to tie down their defender? This defender has been passionate about the club for the past six five six five seasons he has been at the club it's been it's been good yes he had some downtime under lampard but then when Tuchel, his um, countryman came he, he he um um like he rejuvenated he rejuvenated his career and he has been the mainstay for chelsea's defense this season it's a pity that he'll be he'll be leaving the club he'll be leaving the club as a free agent and be joining another club a rival club but not in the same country because i heard before that a man united had eye for him but he said no that he's not joining united that he would want to go to real madrid at least in real madrid he's assured of at least a trophy per season a trophy per season unlike in united though united has recently announced the signing of um Ten Hang, Eric Ten Hang, Eric Ten Hang is the manager for Ajax. He is from Netherlands. He will be joining as United, United Manchester United manager for next for next season. He will be joining them for next season. And it's been also rumored that he has over. He'll be giving over two hundred million um, pounds to buy players. He's going to he's going to chase out all the dead wood in the club, and he's going to bring in players that will play according to his own style. He's going to his own style. The likes of Marty Linda M M. What's this guy? Maguire might not even see. <laughs> my wife might not even see a place in the in the team under Ten Hag. So Ten Hag is quite an interesting and a fa fa fantastic, um, fantastic um, younger manager. He's he, he's when you watch Ayas, they play good football, attacking inclined kind of football. It's going to be quite an interesting one to see what the kind of philosophy, the kind of philosophy he will be bringing to the EPL come next uh, next season. So Rudiger will be joining Real Madrid by next season. I wish him all the best. Of course. 300k as against 230. If not me, it's 300. I'm, I'm a pure, I'm a pure evil woman, and it's, it's not even about being pure. This is more higher. He's 29. This is going to be the very last time he'll be signing a big deal. So I feel it's this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for him, and uh, he should grab it. I wish him the very best. He's 29, and signing a four-year contract with uh, Real Madrid is a very good one. To 2026 is a very, very good one. At, at least that it's gonna, he's not gonna, it's more like a pension. Um, there's no pension in football, but then this is more like um. Um, ending of ending your your career, football career on a high instead of on a low. So I wish him the very best, uh, very best at Real Madrid. It's going to be quite an interesting one watching Alaba and um, Rodiga at the heart of defense for Real Madrid come next uh, next season. Next season, reinforcements for Chelsea to re uh, more like a replacement for him has started already. We have the likes of Joyce Kaunde. There's another guy, the, get, the guy's name is really long, honestly. He plays for Arbor Leipzig, he's a 20, 20 year old Croatian defender. And there's just recently today, I read that Kimbepe Kimbepe plays for PSG, he's also a friend, uh, a France, um, a France um, center back. It's been rumored that he's also linked to the club. Kimbepe and Tuchel they've played, they, they play, they they they. They we are you know once uh, together in one team manage once together in one team back then when Toche was uh, the manager for uh, for for PSG so Kimbepe is not a player that is um, strange to Toche but then those are mere speculations let's see what happens the transfer window will be opening in July let's see what happens speculations regarding regarding who comes in and who goes out uh, started already and just yesterday um, it was. Um, more like a breaking news for more like a breaking news for 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 Chelsea Football Club 
more like a breaking news for for Chelsea Football Club that um Todd Bohili Constitutorium, yes, his constitutorium has been accepted, has been um, declared as a preferred bidder to take over the reins of Chelsea Football Club as the owner of Chelsea Football Club. The thing left now is um just to meet up with the UK government, to meet up with um, Roman Abramovich and also the FA, the Premier League FA, more like, yes. And um, that's just it. Just in the next seven, five, seven days, by by the mid, before the second week in May, all this should be done and uh, done and dusted. Though we had a, 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 an uproar, more like a stare yesterday, Jim Radcliffe, Jim Radcliffe is the CEO of um, Ineos. Ineos is, uh, is uh, more like a chemical company. He is also regarded, this is not your old, um, 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 this is not your old British man. He's regarded as one of the richest in London, um, the richest in England, one of the richest um, top shots in England. He tabled a 4.25 billion pounds um, deal to take over Chelsea. I remember in 2019, he wanted to buy Chelsea, but uh, 2017, 2000, within that range, within that, 2017 precisely, that period, um, Roman Ibrahimovic's visa was declined, as in denied, a visa renewal was denied of him by the UK government. And so he, there were these speculations that he was not going to continue with the club and all that. Jim Radcliffe came around to buy, like he had, but... Roman said no, he's not selling Chelsea for at any cost. But now he will be forced to sell. He'll be forced to sell. And people have been asking why why didn't this Jim Reckley? Because from all indications, from the statement he made, from the statement they made from his um from his his company, Inuis, is a is a chemical company. They're dealing polymer polymer and so many other um chemical engineering, what 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 what. They said they are not buying the club to make profit. That they just want to invest in the club as a London club. They want to invest in the club, getting players. They want the club to, to be one of the best and compete with the likes of Real Madrid, Bayern, Barcelona, and so many other things. So I, I feel if he had placed his bid initially, with like others, the, the procedures others had to go through right from the month of March up until this time, I feel he would have stood a chance. But as it stands now, Todd Bohili, Bohli, yes, Todd Bohli is the preferred bidder. Has been accepted as the preferred bidder. His bid has been accepted 3.5 billion pounds. And uh, it's just like I said, few days within five to seven days, and it will all be confirmed. He'll be, become the new owner of um, Chelsea Football Club. The man is from he's an American, and uh, the costume is not just him alone. We have um um there's some one we call uh, Hansberg Weiss, he's a Swiss from Switzerland. Hansberg Weiss, we also have Walter um Mr. Walter is actually the principal owner of um, LA Dodgers. LA Dodgers play is, is, is a baseball team and they've been outstanding in Los Angeles. Todd Bohili also is a co-owner, part owner of LA Dodgers. And from all indications, I, I, I had to go further to read more about them, what they, what they are all about. The way their, their, their recruitment for LA Dodgers, their recruitment um, um, procedures and processes has been regarded as one of the best. They go for talent. They don't, they don't just go for name. They go for talent and develop those talents to become world class. That is exactly what FSG in Liverpool does. That's exactly what Man City They don't go for top, big, big players. Outside um, Real Mares, I don't think there's any other player Man City has bought. Okay, then we just recently, um, what's this guy's name? Um, this guy they bought for 100 million. Jack Grealish. It's just recently they bought a player worth 100 million pounds. This is the first time Man City is buying a player worth 100 million pounds. Yes, he's English, and that's why all this hype. 
all this hype um all this hype um came from the highest player Man City has ever bought was um Real Mares for 60 million but look at the way Chelsea has spent money in the last in the, la in the last couple of seasons five six seasons now we bought the likes of Morata, we bought the likes of Bakayoko, we bought the likes of Pato, we bought the likes of Fakao, Chelsea bought the likes of, um, what's this guy's name, uh, Lorik Remy, and all these guys flopped. Yes, they all flopped. Even Lukaku presently is flopping. And we got him, Chelsea got him for close to 98 million pounds. Who does, who does that? You don't spend money like that, you, and, we, and you don't get, you, you, you don't spend money that way. So, I feel um, it's a good thing that they are coming in, like Todd is coming in, they are. They, they, they said they have. They, 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 they buy players. Their recruitment policy is is one of one of the best so far. They use. They tend to use that analysis to scout for players, and it's a very good one. They use that analysis to determine who comes in and who goes out. So let's just. It's interesting time ahead. Interesting time ahead for Chelsea Football Club. Interesting time ahead and for Chelsea Football. I also read that they will be investing heavily in the stadium, in the revamping of the new of the stadium, in the women's team, in the women's. In the women's team, in also the men's team. So let's just see how it um how it goes, how it goes. Now going on to the um okay, now moving on to other league games. Arsenal have turned turned a new leaf after an embarrassing set of three defeats in a row. It turned out they've turned it all around by winning back to back against Chelsea and against uh, against. Man United, they are on 60 points on the league table. They're on 60 points now with six points, just six points behind Chelsea. They're on fourth place now and on course to qualify for their first ever UCL since 2016-2017 era. I believe that was, this guy, this man was still there. The last time they qualified for, for champ, the last time they played Champions League games was underway. Um, uh, was this man's winger? Yes, as a winger. As a winger was still the manager then. And it's indeed will be a great achievement if they finally, finally, at the end of the season, we have just five more games for them. They have played 33 games, and out of that 33 games, they have amassed the 60 points, an impressive 60 points. So we have three, five more games for them to play. To at least, if they can win those five games, then they, 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 they would know that indeed that the fourth place they've solidified fourth place. Tottenham they faltered so far. They've not. They've been up and down. They've not been too, 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 too consistent. They are games just like the game against Brighton. They should have won that game, but they lost the game. At the, at the few minutes to um, um, full time, like full minutes to the end of the game, Crossan scored for Brighton, and they won. They won their first ever game against <laughs> against um, Tottenham for the first time since 1981. You can imagine. Look at the kind of <laughs> for the first time since 1981, they won their first game at um, Tottenham's home stadium, like the, the, the London's their Tottenham's home turf. For the first time since 1981 and they lost that game they've not been too too great they've been so inconsistent so that's the thing if only um Antonio Conte's Tottenham have been consistent I don't think Arsenal would have stood a chance to qualify for fourth place but as it stands now with the way things are going I see Arsenal qualify I know it's just five points that separates them from Tottenham are on fifth place uh, they're on yes fifth place with 55 points why um Arsenal are on fourth place with 60 points five points separating them and both teams to an extent yes they've played the same number they've played the same number of games 33 33 games but let, let's see we have five more finals five more games to go let's see how it goes Newcastle at the turn of the year I personally wasn't too confused that they were convinced rather that they would do much do pretty much under Eddie Howe Eddie Howe yes I know he's a very good manager he did well for Bournemouth when they were in the in the in 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 the EPO and even when 
they really they got relegated to the, to to champion uh, Skybet Championship for the few months system before he left them they did well so I when he, when he was appointed manager I I didn't really see I didn't really see them I was like well they don't do the basics try as much as possible not to relegate you know I maybe finish let's just say um 17th 15th place 14th place at most but in fact since the turn of the year i guess it's just they've been amongst the team that has they've not lost much game since january they're on ninth place now with 43 points yes newcastle are on ninth place with 43 points from 34 games played and it's a good one. It's a massive one. They take on Liverpool at home at their St. James Stadium today by 12.30. Um, in a few minutes from now, by, by um, 12.30 p.m. Yes. Liverpool and their fans, they'll be on cloud nine going into this game. And I, I don't see anything other than a Liverpool win. Yeah. Because Klopp has signed an extension. And the contract extension he signed, he, had, he extended for four years. He'll be in the club for four more years and it's, it's, keep, it's gonna keep him in the club till 2026. Club joined Liverpool to, uh, 2016. Till 2026, that's a massive 10 years. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. So kudos to club. He's he's a good man. He's a good coach, a good mentor. Like he revamped a whole lot in Liverpool. Like I can't say it enough. When he when he when he um took over from Brendan Rogers, they kind of we had Klein, um Nathaniel Klein, we had all these Average players that Skettel, I'm not saying Skettel is there, but we had, we had players, um, Koloture, we had old players, um, Ma, is it Bamako or what? We had a whole lot of average, below average players that were playing for Liverpool, but now look at it. Liverpool is star studded. Is it trend? Is it Roberts? Roberts, he got him from Host and changed everything that has to be that guy. He got Van Dyke from Southampton. Yes, Van Dyke was really playing well for Southampton, but not to this level. And he changed everything about Van Dyke. Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah, um, what's this? Fabinho. Turned around. Henderson now plays very well. Got Thiago. Hello, Thiago. Alan Cantara has been a world class player, but he has been super outstanding for Liverpool since this season. Last season was more like a test, testing the water, but since the start of this season, he has been. He has been so so good for Liverpool in their midfield. He, in fact, like it's been it's been a good word under under Klopp. Klopp is a mentor, like he is a coach. The man now coach. Let me speak pigeon for once. The man now coach. Now better coaching be. And what else do you do for a coach of that caliber than giving him more contract extensions, like extending his contract, let him stay in the club for four more years, is a good one. Is a good one. So kudos to club. Kudos to the KO, KOP. Kudos to to the club. And uh, well, it's Newcastle versus Liverpool by twelve thirty p.m. City fans will become Newcastle fans today. Like I said earlier, every game now is a final. Liverpool are on seventy nine points from thirty three games played. Man City are on eighty points from the same number of games played. Just one point separating the two of them. So anything that happens. Any stare, anyone that stares the water up there, it's going to be to to the detriment of the person, the, the club, <laughs> the club that that faltered, the club that um, effed up, and it's going to be to the advantage of the other club. So, no one is to lose any game. No one is to draw any game. It's going to be a win-win-win for anyone that draws or loses. 
it's 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 not gonna go down well <laughs> for that particular club because the other club will benefit from that draw or loss because the two of them cannot draw they say i don't see them drawing five more games ha can man city win five games straight yes they can can liverpool win five games game yes they can so it's it is going to be quite an interesting one to watch as the season gradually wraps wraps up so now let's go into the games for this weekend today being the 30th day in april today being the the, the 30th day in april that saturday we have newcastle versus um, liverpool by 12 30 p.m aston villa versus norwich by 3 p.m southampton would welcome crystal palace uh, by 3 p.m watford versus burnley by 3 p.m this is goal rush at the same time we have like four games starting by 3 p.m today watford versus burnley by 3 p.m wolves versus um, brighton by 3 p.m let's take it again we have aston villa versus newcastle by 3 p.m southampton versus crystal palace by 3 p.m watford versus Versus Burnley by 3 p.m. Wolves Wolverhampton versus Brighton by 3 p.m. And finally, Leeds United would welcome Manchester City by 5:30 p.m. today. Tomorrow being the first day in the month of May, being Sunday, we have Everton versus Chelsea by 2 p.m. Spurs versus Leicester City by 2 p.m. And finally, West Ham versus Arsenal by 4:30 p.m. It's going to be a London derby. Everton has not lost against Chelsea in the past. I don't, the last time Chelsea won at Everton was in 2015. So, <laughs> Everton has always taken maximum points from Chelsea. Is that a 0 0, a 1 0, a 3 1, you know, or 1 1? It's always been Everton winning at Goddison Park. So, Chelsea, I don't know. Like, I don't know what is going to happen. <laughs> there are games that they're supposed to win, but they end up not winning those games. Against, against Brentford, against, the game against Arsenal, the game against um, Man United. It's. Chelsea needs at least three three wins out of the five to call, to ensure that they maintain third position. Out of the five games, they need out of fifteen points, they need at least nine points out of fifteen to guarantee them finishing at third place this season. So, the game against Frank Lampard's relegation-bound Everton is going to be a crucial one for Tuchel. Tuchel needs to win that game. They need to win. Like they need to win a game against Leeds United. They need to win a game against Watford. They need to win like. Three games. Once they can win three games, they are sure. Any other thing, other any other club, Liverpool, um, Arsenal plays or Tottenham plays, none of their business. But they, they, they ensure that they are because of course they are already six points ahead of Arsenal. That's two games ahead of Arsenal. So let's see what happens if Chelsea is going to break break that voodoo, that um, that jinx of not winning at the Goddison Park. So Everton versus Chelsea by by two p.m. Sports versus Leicester City by two p.m. West Ham versus Arsenal by four thirty p.m. Then on Monday night football, that's on the second of May, we have Manchester. United versus Brentford. We all know that Brentford they are the slayer of kings. They they, they they won against they've been they've been doing tremendously well against clubs. So against my United that has been struggling. I don't know if Ronaldo in the past nine goals that has been scored, Ronaldo has scored eight of those goals. So let's see what happens. Let's see <laughs> let's see what happens against Brentford. Against Brentford, Man United needs to win at least to win a game. It's not been funny for them so far. So Man United versus um Brentford by 8 p.m. And now um there's a news, a trending news yesterday that um Raf Ragnik initially Raf Ragnik was linked to the Austria head coach um job, but he he rebuffed um the claims that he said he's. Fully concentrated at uh, Manchester United as a, consul a consultant from next season. But as it stands now, he's going to be a head coach for Austria starting from next season. But he still says, yeah, well, that yes, he's going to be a head coach. He has finally, finally agreed. This manager said he has finally agreed that he'll be head coach for Austria next season. 
um, but he will still maintain the consultancy role for Manchester United, more like um, a two cap for him, two two um, designated um, positions or, or, or offices for him at Manchester United and also with the Austrian national team. So uh, in the La Liga on Saturday being today, we have the Portivo Alaves versus Villarreal by 1pm. Real Madrid take on Espanyol by 3.15pm today. Valencia take, take on Levante by 5.30pm. Then Atletico Bibao versus Atletico Madrid by 8pm. In the Serie A today, we have Cagliari Caglari versus um, Verona by 2 p.m. Napoli take on Sausulo by 2 p.m. Sampdoria versus Geona by 5 p.m. And finally, Spiza, Spezia versus um, Lazio by 7.45 p.m. The EPL standings as it stands after 33, 34, 35 games are played in the EPL. On the first place, we have Manchester City with 33 points, okay, with 80 points from 33 games played. Liverpool on second place with um, 79 points from 33 games played. Chelsea are on third with 66 points from 33 games played. Asida are on 4th place with 60 points from 33 games played. Spurs are on 5th place with um, 58 points from 33 games played. Then we have um, Manchester United on 6th uh, place, 50... So far, they have 55 points from 35 games played. They have three more games to play for the season. Three more games to play for the season. Now, on seventh place, we have West Ham. West Ham are on um, 52 points with 34 from 34 games um, played. Wolves are on eighth place with 49 points. Wow, look at the difference. <laughs> Wolves are on um, four, on eighth place uh, with 49 points from 33 games played. We have Newcastle on ninth place. With 43 points from 34 games played, we have um, Leicester City on 10th place with 42 points from 32 games played. Brighton are in 11th place with 41 points from 34 games played. Brentford are on 12th place with 40 points from 34 games played. You see, they're not going to relegate this season. <laughs> they're not relegating anything this season. So Brentford are on 12th place with um, uh, 40 points from 34 games played. On 13th place, we have Southampton with 40 points from 34 games played. On 14th place, we have um, Crystal Palace with um, uh, 38 points from 33, po 33 games uh, played. On 15th place, we have Aston Villa. Aston Villa has 37 points from 32 games uh, played. On 16th place, we have Leeds United. Leeds United are on 34 points with 30 from 33 games uh, played. On 17th place, we have Burnley. Burnley are on 31 points. They they crawled out of um, relegation with that emphatic win against Wolves last weekend. Last weekend. So Burnley are on 17th place. They have 31 points from 33 games played. Now Everton are on relegation places. Should they relegate? This will be the first time in their history for them getting relegated. So let's see how it goes. Everton has played 33, 32 games and they have 29 points from 32 games. Watford are on 19th place. 19th place with um, 22 points from 33 games played. Then on 20th place, we have Norwich. Norwich are on 21 points with, with 30, from 33 games played. Now, should Norwich win? Nobody has been relegated so far. Norwich, they've played, at, so we have like five more games, 15, game, 15 more points to, up for grabs. If Norwich are to win all 15, 15 points, they'll end up the season with 36 points. Yes, 36 points. Even if they are to win all the games, if everyone is to win all their games, Norwich will still get relegated. Um, Watford, if they win all their games, they'll get 37 points. They'll still get relegated. 
Everton, if they win their remaining five games, they won't be relegated. <laughs> they won't get because they've played lesser games. They have they've played just 32 games, unlike only with 33 games. So it will just be a point separating Burnley. Burnley, if they win their remaining five games, five games, they would have 46 points. If Everton had to win all their games, which I <laughs> Chelsea fans will now be praying, praying for them to win all their games. So. <laughs> but if it happens that they win all their games, they would end up with 47 points. That's a point ahead of Burnley. They're a point ahead of Burnley. So they would be able to escape relegation if they win their remaining five games convincingly. But let's see what uh, let's see what happens. Remember, the second leg of the UCL will be played on the third and on the fourth of May. Villare on the third of May we have Villarreal versus um, Liverpool at Villarreal's home turf. Why on the fourth of May it's going to be a clash of titans? Real Madrid versus Man City by 8 p.m. Both games will be played by 8 p.m. We'll get to win. We'll get to who gets to win this this crunch tie. I, I'm tipping Liverpool versus City finals. It's going to be an all English finals again. Let's see how it goes, just like last season. Let's see how it goes. Thank you all for listening. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for for listening to my our podcast um, our podcast today. Thank you so, 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 so much. Thank you so much um, for listening. For listening. I, I really, really appreciate I would really want to say, tell a friend to tell a friend that something is happening on podcast sports hub with a berry thank you so so much and a happy new month in advance and happy birthday to me well in advance as well thank you so much enjoy the rest of your weekend and um yeah cheers bye